So John rejoins us on the show this week for a two-part special where we're going through Islands of Adventure and doing a food tournament that we would not have been able to do without the assistance of John. But I know many of you have, have not been to the parks in a very long time like us. Coronavirus has impacted our ability to travel. So to kickstart the episode, to kickstart this two-part special, John is taking us on a very recent tour that he did of Islands of Adventure. So you'll get to relive all of the memories if you've been there before and if you haven't been there before it's an incredibly useful introduction to the park so he will intro the show with that little walk around tour and then we'll get into the food tournament so sit back relax and enjoy the podcast each of us has a dream a heart's desire it calls to us and when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Uh, as you can probably tell, I'm in Port of Entry at Islands of Adventure, and I'm just doing a walk around while I'm doing some other... Someone else is with me is doing some other reporting and researching other stuff. This is... In case you're unaware, this is John Self, just doing a little walk around. You know, you can, of course, find me on Twitter at Pastor John Self. Pastor P P A S T O R. J-O-N-S-E-L-F and I'm just wandering into past the backwater bar towards Seuss Landing so there'll be a dramatic change here in just a second when we get to Seuss Landing I'll be doing some pausing along the way to do some researching on other stuff but just wanted to take you along this venture because I thought I could and I'm testing out a new, new sound equipment just walking through Seuss Landing pasting brown and black's icy snacks because everything has to rhyme in Seuss Landing, of course. And the carousels on my left. And coming up on, uh, what is it called? Fudd Nuddler's Brothers Popcorn. you got to always be careful how you say that. Just walking around. As you can see, I, Universal has done a lot of adding of churros and popcorn and pizza and everything to about every stand they could possibly think of. And so... Looks like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Yeah, I should have practiced that. I was having trouble this morning, but they're just getting started, so that's not too surprising. Passing the area where when the parks are near capacity, they have a walkway that takes you between Islands of Adventure into Studios Florida. Uh, it's right near Circus McGurkis, which of course is should be an incredibly signature place but it's rarely open these days, and the menu has really not improved that much over the years. Passing now Moose Juice, Goose Juice, which is not quite open because it's still breakfast time, but this is where you get your green apple icy and your orange icy, and they've added pizza and all kinds of other things there. And across from the Rest in Peace Hong Conkers, which is the former place where they created the incredible cotton candies, that has not been open pretty much since the beginning of the last year. So it it went away even before COVID became an issue in our culture today. So everyone seems to remember the beautiful pictures of the cotton candy. That place has not been open for well over a year now. Just passing through Lost Continent right now. Um, very little of the music is going in Lost Continent today. So if you're familiar with Lost Continent, it has become, it was a wonderful park connected with Merlinwood back in the old days but now it's just a place you walk through between Seuss Landing to get to the Wizarding World. I mean, it has Mythos and Fire Eaters and several other decent quick service or sit-down service places to eat. Other than that, it's just become shopping and a gigantic U-Rest zone. 
leaving Lost Continent, or you can catch some of the sounds that come out of the more Middle Eastern sounds that go on around here. Leaving that and entering Hogsmeade, so be prepared for chaos and confusion. Even when we all weren't worried about distancing, Hogsmeade was always a disaster and always made those of us who are muggles feel really, really congested. Entering Hogsmeade now, but of course my theme park nerdness is struggling with a whole bunch of people passing in the gigantic Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure queue and talk, talking about all their wonderful things that they are going to do to get in line. But of course today it's a virtual line, so they're going to be really disappointed because it, it's not quite as bad as getting on Rise, Rise of Resistance, but you need to have a plan and they don't have one. But of course they wouldn't listen, but that's okay. That happens. Actually, hugs me as I'm walking through it this morning at before 9 a.m. Uh, parks opened early entry at 7, and official opening at 8 is really not bad. I mean, everybody's in line for Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure if they have a virtual line and the Forbidden Journey. But other than that, it's not bad. But I'm coming around the corner now, and the standard bottleneck around where the stage is, where Ollivander's is, and trying to get to Forbidden Journey is the standard nightmare that it always is. We're outdoors and we all have masks on and all of that, but it's it's still kind of that nightmare that we always visualize when you walk into Hogsmeade. Nothing has changed in that environment. Leaving Hogsmeade right now, which always was stressful for me as a muggle, as I'm wearing my full Iron Man outfit with mask, hat, shirt, shorts, and socks. Um, I'm entering, if you can't tell from the sound effect, I'm entering Jurassic Park. And yes, it is still called Jurassic Park, even though we are having a Jurassic World Velocicoaster. That's a whole different discussion that we can talk about budgeting and all kinds of things like that. But still entering the gigantic gate, and why would you build a gate so big if you didn't plan on the dinosaurs coming out? Sounds like the people in line for Forbidden Journey just got told the ride is down. Um, when you're in a Jurassic Park, if you know where to look through the greenery, you can see the extended queue for Forbidden Journey, and so you heard the gigantic sound. I'm passing the vacation information stuff for Jurassic Park. Please don't stop there unless you want to need a timeshare. It's kind of a trap, sorry. It's kind of like DVC when you don't want to see DVC. Relatively quiet as I pass the raptor encounter on my right and the facade and all the display for the new Jurassic World Velocicoaster on my left. Almost about to reach River Adventure, so when Velocicoaster does open, expect this to be a really loud area with lots of activity, which will be wonderful and great. Um, it looks like, as I saw yesterday, they have queues set up for the River Adventure because it's in the 80s, almost the 90 degrees Fahrenheit here in Central Florida at the moment that the queue for River Adventure got to be like an hour. So it's not just the leisurely trip in. I'm now back in the viewing area for Jurassic Park River Adventure where the splashdown occurs outside of Thunder Falls Terrace. Thunder Falls Terrace is an easy place. It's a great um, quick service dining place that also, if you sit outside, you can view the splashdown with all the music and all the glory that goes with that. Entering the area with Skull Island Reign of Kong, we can have the great debate about whether this is part of Jurassic Park or it's a part, it's on its own island, Universal Markets, it is its own island. And there's a whole entire boring backstory about how. Universal worked so hard to get this IP so that other people couldn't get it and then just kind of stuck it in here and created a decent attraction. But it always has a gigantic line early in the morning because everybody gets done with Marvel Super Island. Then comes straight here. So that attraction is looking at 45 minute wait right now. Actual wait, you're probably looking at 50 minutes and the park's been open for 40 minutes. As you may be able to tell, I have entered Toon Lagoon and incredibly well-themed, but yes, a bit outdated land with um, some average theme park quick service places that are themed decently. 
Um, it has the two major water rides, and these are excellent water rides. I mean, if you're looking for theming of Splash Mountain or whatever Splash Mountain will be with Princess and the Frog, they don't make that. But the theming's way better. We've got a Cali River Rapids ride here in Toon Lagoon that is, oh, so much better than that ride. Longer, better attractions, all those kind of things. So they do a good job with that. But as you can probably tell, this is a... A uh, stimulation nightmare for anyone who may have a child or an adult that doesn't do well with that kind of stuff. But it's an excellent little spot in between Kong Skull Island and Marvel Superhero Island, which will be next. Entering Marvel Superhero Island, which is, of course, my favorite island in this area. My spouse, who's a huge Harry Potter fan and runs Harry Potter groups, says this is the music of my people. This is, this is my Harry Potter. Everything is themed to the comics, not to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I don't want to bore you with the Marvel theme, pack, theme park IP, but um, Universal is not allowed to do anything thematically with their attractions that directly resemble the MCU, so that's a different issue. Um, but as you can see, it's also a busy place as I pass Cap Diner, Cap's Diner, and probably one of the best merchandise stores for um, Marvel products that you're going to find. Um, I'm approaching Spider-Man, which is clearly one of the best dark rides that's ever been invented. Uh, it's still it's right up there in some of the top rides, and even some people would say it's still one of the best dark rides that exists. Some people wouldn't count Rise of Resistance as a dark ride, for those of you thinking that in your head, just for a variety of reasons. I don't want to argue that because it's not my world. Um, but I'm getting closer to Dr. Doom, which is kind of the opposite of Tower of Terror. It's outdoors. It shoots you up at a rapid rate at a scary form to suck the fear out of you so that Dr. Doom can take your fear, kind of like Monster Inc., Monsters Inc., and defeat the Fantastic Four. Um, there's an arcade. There's another excellent, excellent merchandise store that's built around Spider-Man. And then in, as you come around this corner, you will see the Incredible Hulk, which if you live in Asia will become the Transformers theme coaster, I believe, when they create that land that basically is just a hybrid of Marvel Superhero Island. And it looks like, I know Hulk was having trouble this morning getting started, but I see people coming on and off of it. So maybe we'll catch the Hulk roar as I go by, even though they've scaled that down. There we go. They've scaled that down in the re-theming they did back in uh, 2016. I'm doing this completely from memory, but I believe that's correct. Passing out of Marvel Superhero Island back into Port of Entry where I have Cinnabon and Starbucks in front of me. Sorry those of you who are Team PSL, the pumpkin spice latte was here in February, but it is no longer being served. Guess you'll have to wait until you know that season starts, which these days will be July. So I will cut you off. You just want to walk around with me. Uh, hope this was helpful. So now we're going to get on to the main part of the show, which is the Islands of Adventure food tournament. So, John, welcome back to the show. Thank you. And this week, you're you're coming in to to help us on our our journey through Islands of Adventure and food and beverage, because I think Dan and I, and I know I know you're going to reference our earlier shows, but we we know food and drink at Disney World pretty well. Um, almost like the, the the back of our hands for the most part. But Universal, I think, especially considering for me personally, I've, I've stayed at Disney World over the last 10, 12 years and, and stayed at Universal only a couple of times. And for every 10 days I'm at Disney, I'm only at Universal for, say, two days, yep. maybe three. Um, you've very, very uh, kindly volunteered to, to come on and help us with the food tournament and a lot of effort's gone into it so thank you first of all but yeah let, talk us through what, what you've done and and feel free to to give us a bit of a um 
a rip for the this stuff we've done before. Well, no, I, I I got time to get to that later. You'll be fine. Don't worry. I got, <laughs> I got time. Um, real quick now before you all think this is completely altruistic, um, I, you know, to relax, listen to podcasts while I'm trying to write other things in the world. I don't know how my brain works that way, and I hear, and I'm not picking on you guys this time. I hear predominantly Disney podcasts try to talk about universal food and. Mm-hmm. If I were going to talk about universal food 10 years ago, oh, it was terrible. Okay. I mean, if we, if we, if we ever do Studios Florida, the worst, the worst food court rated of all U.S. parks was that international, not international, what they call it, World Showcase Gateway. It's what's now Fast Food Boulevard at Studios yep. Florida. That yep. was the worst rated food court in ev- any theme park in the U.S. Universal whether they needed to or not, made a great effort to try to improve their food. Some of it is still your standard frozen theme park burger. Yeah. But most of it is is far, far better. So I am doing some research for some articles in my writing world. And, you know, I can, I can plug my world later. But yeah. So I have basically created, because I'm in the U.S. In the, and I'm in the Midwest in the U.S. So we live in the world of the NCAA college basketball tournament which, you know, having coached college for a while, I'm a little bitter, but okay. Um, so everything's got to be ranked and all the seats. So I took, took, I had 54 to start with. I eliminated 10. We have 44 food beverage options that have been ranked that poor Ryan and Dan have only barely been given a clue about, which I'm holding in my hands, the, the entire <laughs> bracket, just like I'm running a tennis tournament. And these seatings were determined by overall value of money spent, quality of food, the touringplans.com ratings, the unofficial guide ratings, because I'll get in trouble with my friend there if I didn't include them, a few other sources that won't go named. And then I gave priority to places that were full sit-down restaurants. Then next there was priority to quick service restaurants that had sit-down places, kind of like think Three Broomsticks, Thunderfalls, those kind of places then counter service, and then just basic kiosks. And um, sorry, Ryan, this is where it starts. Sorry, Ryan, beverages were not prioritized over food. Okay. So if if you think the charcuterie board at, or the snack board at Oga's Cantina warrants defeating something else, that might not work in these seatings. But you guys get to vote. I, I only get to break the tie. So you can still override that. Um, I mean, I don't, so I don't I think fun, that Ogus Cantina. I'll make fun of Cosmic Rays in a minute, so you'll be fine. But I wanted to get the Ogus Cantina in. And just for the record, those of you who are veterans of listening to their thing, I'm a Landry's restaurant card person. I like Yakinetti. So, you know, just so we're clear. Oh, those Yakinetti of you who are unaware, those are your three winners of their previous tournaments Ogus, Cosmic Rays, and Yakinetti. And yes, I had to go back and look. So that was research. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go down through the bracket. I may update people with the seeds along the way and ask you guys which you would pick, like you've always done. Yep. So first match, the first matchup is, and you'd be surprised, these rank, these were seated 32nd and 33rd, are the Jurassic Park hot dog stand and versus Ale to the Chief, which sometimes goes as Slurp and Snacks. I don't know why it goes by Slurp and Snacks. I kind of sent you guys some break, basic breakdown of that. Ask me anything you want to ask, because I can probably call up pictures of their menu on my screen if I need to. Yeah, so I, I, know, the, I know the hot dogs down well, but the, yeah, the that, other one, not so much. Yeah, yeah that's, is that Toon Lagoon? Yeah, Ale to Chief is in Toon Lagoon. It's kind of near Dudley Do-Right's. Um, the important piece to Ale to the Chief, which will contradict the values that I said, if you ask you Universal Veterans, um, Ale to the Chief is the important part. Universal is not Magic Kingdom. Yes, thank thank God. <laughs> okay, so that's a different discussion. And like for those of you who are unaware, I'm a Baptist minister of the United States, and I'm even admitting that Universal is not Magic Kingdom. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so you get all that in, in, in so. This is a 32nd versus 33rd seed. So the fact that you're having trouble distinguishing between two non-spectacular choices makes sense. I, so for me, I I do remember having, I have eaten at the Jurassic Park hot dog stand before. Definitely. Have I? Um, however, personal preference, um, no surprise to 
to many people, Ale to the Chief would win, depending on the beer they serve. Now, if you tell me they, they only serve Bud Light and Bud. No, I double checked that because I was listening to something you guys did. It may have been recently you did about your dislike for a Bud, especially Bud Light. It's yeah. not counting as an adult beverage. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that listed on there. Okay. In that case, for me, considering Ale to the Chief also does hot dogs, mm-hmm. it, would, it would take my vote. I think based on the... I would probably... Yeah, I agree with you, Ale to the Chief, um, mainly because they do pretzels, whereas the whereas Jurassic Park one does turkey legs. Yep, which is weird. You're going to see that a lot in these universal things of... They call their stand something and then they serve a whole bunch of other stuff too that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. They both do hot dogs, so uh, they're both footlongs. So I'm, I'm good with Ale to the Chief. Okay. Uh, I will warn you that they what the reward they get in the next round is to go against Mythos, so just so we know what's going to happen to them. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, the, the next round is Kathy's Ice Cream, which some veterans just swear by in Toon Lagoon. Versus Moose Juice, Goose Juice, which is in Seuss Landing, which the significant part of Moose Goose, I can't even say it. Moose Juice, Goose Juice is because Circus McGurkis has really not been running since the park reopened. Mm. They moved a lot of their menu items to either green eggs and ham or Moose Juice, Goose Juice. I mean, you pretty much, if it is a theme park food, they serve it at Moose Juice, Goose Juice now. This is a tough one. Because I really like, I mean, the, the more I've been thinking about Zeus Landing, the more I, I'm looking forward to going back because obviously my my daughter is mm-hmm. one of the only places in the park that we'll be able to enjoy as a family now. Right. Um, so Moose Juice, Goose Juice is tempting, I have to say. But ice cream i don't think i could take that away from the universal the, the hardcore universal fans in the first round if it, it feels incredibly harsh <laughs> i don't know what you think dan yeah, dan you're going to save him um if you need so- a cheat go ahead and look at the list i seated them uh oh hang on hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm intentionally um, not letting the viewers know what the seating is unless it's really close. This one's not even close, by the way. Really? Okay. Um, see, now I've got to see. I'm, I'm curious now. I'm just so, okay, I found moose juice. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Um I remember I told you all the sources I use for this. <laughs> so now, what, what's what's the appeal of Ryan? Ryan, you were saying about um, the ice cream place. What's the appeal of the ice cream place? There, there are some Universal fans who just love that place for any particular reason, or no? Because it... <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. It, it, what, it does soft serve Ben and Jerry's, right? Uh, sorry, you just used a nasty word in 2021. Ben and Jerry's is no longer at Universal. Universal oh, is, now is now Haagen-Dazs. Oh, uh, oh, in that case, let's, yeah. let's get rid of this place right now. <laughs> ben and Jerry's is no longer at Universal. Sorry, sorry to break that news to you. No, I Dip didn't and know Dots, that. Dippin' Dots is gone and Ben and Jerry's are gone. Ka- well, in, in that case, much like the rest of Toon Lagoon, Kathy's ice cream should go. <laughs> it's now dead to you is it there is a general rule i tell people with one exception to never eat in tune lagoon yeah yeah i, I it, well if that's the case i'm not the greatest fan of hagen dazs i have to say so for me it's um moose juice, juice. Goose juice yeah goes through i mean i'm happy with that i was i would have lent that way because they have more to offer Okay. We're about to have another one of these similar situations, but it sounds like we're going moose juice, goose juice. Yep. Yeah. Which for those of you playing at home was the higher seed, by the way, which is going to be up against the Hogshead pub next. So okay, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. That's um, going to be a real British review then. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
Next is the mess tent, which is the only food service area in the Skull Island area. I don't know if I sent that to you. They mm. they have the Kong dog and the banana icy. Okay, it's you know not creative theming, but at least they're trying. Versus mm. the Hop on Pop ice cream place, which specializes in the handheld ice cream sundae kind of thing, where they kind of create all the sundae wrappings, and they also have a brownie sundae also. What was what was the name of that first one? Uh, the mess tent. You won't find it online. Oh, <laughs> unless you very well, specific, very well hidden. Specific. So I tried to send you a heads up on that one because I knew that would come up. Ah, but okay. for me, again, like I love the theming of the Hop on Pop ice cream place. It, it's just it's just great. And Hop on Pop is one of the books that I read my daughter on a regular basis. Uh, I did not factor in being skewed by the small child. Mm. <laughs> ah, this makes more sense now. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I, I do like corn dogs, I have to say. I do, right. I do like corn dogs, but... Well, now it, it's called a Kong dog. It's like a pretzel bun, half pound burger, half pound hot dog. Uh, but it's messy. If you'd like to see a review of it, I can point you to YouTube. But it's a, it's a messy... I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. I, for me, Hop on Pop ice cream shop. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, Dan, no pressure. And don't, don't forget, we do have John to... Uh, oh, that's true. That's true. That's right. I will you. break the tie. That's because I've watched you. I've watched you try to manipulate each other before or listen to it before. So I'm totally <laughs> with that. Love the choice of the words, manipulate. I don't know whether a con Kong dog is genius or just really bad. Well, I kind of think I showed you my perspective when I said, hey, this is what they're doing. It is theming. It yeah, sounds a bit like it. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch. You kind of describe it and it sounds a bit like, like a Kong poop. Well, that may, issue may come up in a minute, but yes. Now, neither of these have seating. Neither of these, both of these are come up to the kiosk. Yeah. I mean, Mess Tent sells donuts too. And I really haven't figured that one out. I, I think for, for the theming of it, I think we should go for the, what, uh, the, the Hop on Pop. Yeah, hop on don't, Pop? Yeah. Don't make me use Piper's name against you just yet, Dan. <laughs> Don't I'll worry. Save we'll, that for later. I'll wake we, we up can and have, bring we on can the have a tune, We can have a Toon Lagoon battle in the next round with that, so it's perfectly fine. Mm. Okay. Um, here's two that you're just going to be like, why are these even on the list? One is Chomps Hot Dogs, which is in Marvel Superhero Island. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, Chomps is a vague reference to an original Stan Lee comic with Spider-Man. Yeah. No, I didn't no. know either. And, and you and I have talked that I might know my Marvel comics. Yeah. I didn't know about it either, but that's why it's called Chomp because in Marvel Super Island, everything is just called store or snack because yeah. of the comic theme. So it's Chomp's Hot Dogs against Chillin' Charlie's Lemon Slush, which is oh. in Port of Entry. Lemon Slush is, is not my thing. Chillin' Charlie's Lemon Slush. The um, <clears throat> thing I take away from this is how many hot dogs they sell. Yes. Also, I, I don't remember the hot dogs being that great, unless they've changed them. If um, we were doing a review of all of Universal Orlando, I would tell you the general rule is, hey, the hot dogs are good, but they have a really good hot dog Hall of Fame quick service stand in City Walk, and it costs less. Right. If for a whole different podcast, we can talk about how hot dog Hall of Fame's hot dogs review better than Casey's hot dogs at Magic Kingdom. Oh, wow, I've never tried the Hall of Fame on, so I'm, that's the, I'll have to add them to my list. Okay. It sounds like we need to be going to Universal at the same time so you can give us a bit of a food tour. Uh, that sounds fine. You let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm well, not a fan of, I'm not, I'm not a great fan of lemon drinks. So my preference would be Chomps, was it Chomps? Chomps hot dogs. Chomps, Chomps hot, dogs. hot dogs. Yes, I'm still struggling with that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I've probably passed that hot dog stand and gotten a, my freestyle beverage filled there a million times. And I didn't know it was called Chomps. Now, 
I, based on, I don't know if they if this menu is up to date, but based on the menu, the chart the Chillin Charlie's Lemon Slush also do pretzels and churros. That is correct. So as I'd of be, as of last week, they were doing that. Right. So I'd be tempted to go for char- Chillin Charlie's Lemon Slush in this one because we've seen a lot of hot dogs. I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, I'm not. Atta- I, I'm not going to attach myself to Chomps hot dogs too much. So I think. Um, <laughs> are, you, I, are you are you conceding, Ryan? Yeah, I'm conceding. Charlie okay. Slushies can go through. Okay, based on just so that you, everyone knows, based on reviews, the lower seed one here. Mm, so, so just so you're aware. Okay, I never say this correctly, and with a Southern U.S. accent, it's far worse. Doc Segrus. Desert kebabs. A lot of people call it dessert kebabs. It's desert kebabs in Lost Continent versus Poop Deck Pappy's popcorn in Toon Lagoon. See if you if you almost went straight away from the name. And now you have discovered why Universal people want to include that last popcorn place. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. In the UK, we would call that Doc Sagru's Desert Kebab House. Yep. I is is this another one that doesn't appear on any list? Is there anything special about Poop Deck um, Doc, Pappy's popcorn? Doc Segrus should appear on a list. Poop Deck Pappy's won't. Is there oh, anything okay. special about Poop Deck's popcorn? It is. Is it no, it's, it's this. This is not Universal Studios Japan. There is no flavored popcorn. There's no nothing. This is just a. This is for those of you scoring at home. This is the lowest seed that made it in the tournament. Yeah, um, I mean. When people go on the water rides, they tend to, pr- the person who doesn't want to go on the water rides prioritizes the food in the area. And so that's why this one gets a higher rating. It feels like they're missing a trick to not include chocolate with the poop deck popcorn. I know. I mean, maybe that's just me, but. I, I, I knew we would go that direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the show too well. <laughs> yes. I mean, goodbye well, like- to me. Yeah, while I dislike um, anything other than chicken nuggets. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say um, Lost Continent. While I dislike Lost Continent, I think this is we've got to put that through. We've got to put the kebab house through over over yeah. popcorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just for the record, um, what did I? Where did I, I'm going to see where it came out? Lost Continent has two of the top six rated restaurants. Interesting. Just so you're aware, so at least they're getting something right. Okay. Um, this is just obscure, but if you don't mention this, Universal fans will go nuts. The Magic Neep in Hogsmeade, which is that stand where you find the fruit and the beverages and pumpkin juice along the way. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently, it was a specific name that through Warner Brothers contracts. So we have to call it exactly that or we all get punished. Or Snooker and Snooker's Sweet Candy Cookers, which is in Seuss Landing, obviously. Um, where you this is this is Universal's answer to Disney's cupcakes. You get like this is the place where you can grab like fudge and cupcakes. Yes, and stuff like that, yeah. You come out of the Seuss trolley. That's your that yeah. they don't even pretend to have a gift shop. They just send you right in there, and yeah. it's like the Magic Kingdom smell when you walk mm. down Main Street of the cotton candy, and everything being pumped out. Yes, and yeah, I mean, yeah, Snooker Sweet Candy. Snooker and snooker, sweet candy. <laughs> I'm glad you're having trouble too. Thank, thanks, Doctor Zeus. Um, it's an easy one for me. I, I tried pumpkin juice, and it was, as despite loving PSL, pumpkin juice is one of the worst things I've ever drunk in my life. So that I can break news that's not really news on your podcast, pumpkin juice and pumpkin fizz in the bottle is no longer sold at Universal Orlando. Is it not? It's not. You can only get it from the draft. I don't know how you call that a draft, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They have not sold it since October. And they I, claim it's because of COVID shipping reasons. Right. But we're now in March. No one no one drinks it today, surely. Yeah. So other than going, oh, that's interesting. It's got a pumpkin on top, opening it, taking the sip and throwing it away. Okay. This isn't green milk, blue milk. Okay. You don't sell it that low. <laughs> there are some people who swear by it, but. I'm not one of them. No. But spoiler alert, I'm also not a butterbeer fan either. I'm truly a muggle. Oof. Yeah. Just so you're have words a bit later. Yeah. 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 For me, the the candy cookers 
I've I've gone there a few times and tried the stuff in there, and it, they're pretty great. So that that takes the win for me. I don't know about you, Dan? Yeah, no, I would agree with you on this one. Um, I think the selection is much better. I mean, while you know, fruit is healthy, you know, you know, not my case. It's no Rice Krispie tree, is it? No, it's not. It's and, not. We, and we have we have a better fruit option about to come up, so you'll be okay. Okay. Actually, I mean, I'm we not have saying battle, we have win, the battle of the fruit options. Oh, so Snooker okay. and Snickers is moving on to probably lose in the next round because I see their opponent. <laughs> um, we have next round is, and these are closely seated, Marvel Superhero Island Fruit Stand, which you probably have no idea where it exists. You walk into Marvel Superhero Island, it's going to be off on your right, and it'll say fruit. Shocker. Um, versus Last Chance Fruit Stand, which is that fruit stand in Port of Entry off to your right once again when you walk through Port of Entry. Oh, okay, yes, I have. I have. I think I have been here before. Do, do they sell turkey legs as well? Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, the last chance <laughs> fruit stand sells turkey legs and hot dogs. <laughs> I, love, I was yeah, not I aware of that until this past week when I was I was doing some research for another article for an article. Yeah, I'll get an apple and uh, three turkey legs, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the one that sells things that aren't healthy is going to win for me. The last chance fruit stand. I mean, they, it looks like a better. I mean, yeah, I, I get people that want to eat healthy on vacation, but I'm not one of them. Yeah, back they have in the chance for the last chance fruit fruit stand, don't they? As well. So, yeah, yeah, back in the old days of Universal, the fruit cups back mm. when it was really fruit in there. I mean, it was cheap. It tasted good. There was a phenomenon of going to Florida, and oh, how come the fruit tastes better here? Well, it's because it's Florida. Mm. Yeah. Why? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And you would go to, sorry, I'm being very old school now. No, Um, I'll often grab some fruit with, um, with breakfast. Yeah. And it's, and I agree with you. The fruit over there is, is fantastic when you get it, when it's light. That used to be our favorite thing, staying off site, going to Disney and Universal was to go hit the, because these have almost died off the Ponderosas, the Golden Corrals, the Mm. Shoney's buffets. Yeah. Four bucks or whatever it is. And we would just have fruit. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I got to say this one really carefully. And I have very definite opinions about this. You'll hear about this if we have to break a tie. The watering hole in Jurassic Park, which is kind of near the Wizarding World area, kind of near where the Jurassic Park hot dog stand is, versus, mm-hmm. I got to say this very carefully, um, Fud Nuddler's Brothers Popcorn in Seuss Landing. Okay. So what, what are these names? The watering hole. Yep. What can I find there? Uh, watering hole, if I'm literally doing this off the top of my head because I don't have my cheat sheet in front of me. I recall pork sliders. They've, they've changed the menu. Pork pork pretzel sliders. Let me look it up. Done. You've sold me. Um, uh, more important <laughs> for you, Ryan, um, they have extensive adult beverage options there. It's a preferred adult beverage one. Wow, they really do, they, don't they? They have pork pretzel sliders, Bavarian pretzels, pulled pork nachos, which are hit or miss. And loaded nachos um, and an extensive, as many spots on the menu for adult beverages as there are for those things. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of a seating area. And this is going to be really important because if you come from Hogsmeade, you're going to go right between the hot dog stand and watering hole to get to Velocicoaster. Right. This this place is going to become very busy since, since, the smoking area seems to have been moved today in that area in Jurassic Park, and they took away all the benches, and they put up the height stand for um, how tall you have to be to ride Jurassic Park Velocicoaster. So that area is going to get busy quick. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some uh, some Dutch courage coming from the watering hole, I think. Yes. Um, and probably post-riding um, settle the nerves as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah for me watering hole I, I mean I like the idea of the pork sliders um, I think I may have actually grabbed a drink from here in the past um, but yeah I, I think pork sliders adult beverages is going to win over um, what is largely a popcorn stand yep yeah I mean it's primarily a popcorn stand isn't it the other one I mean, it's, um, it's, it's a well themed perfectly fit popcorn stand that I'm sure you will frequent Ryan Oh yeah, there. because it because <laughs> just behind it is the carousel. Yes, yeah. So, but I've already written in watering hole. Unless you tell me differently. No, I would agree. Watering okay. hole is. 
Um, next is Marvel Super Island Lemon Slush. I would suggest you look at your cheat sheet because there's an item there that, at least for the American palette, you would not expect at a lemon slush stand. And versus brown and black icy snacks. Gosh, I can't say that with a southern accent. Okay. Uh, Easy pretzel. At, yeah, the Marvel Super Island Slushy is one of the top three recommended items to use for your snack credit on. If you don't use it for butterbeer and you don't use it for the big pink, mm. there's the pizza stuffed pretzel, which can be a little hit or miss. However, if you're doing a Harry Potter do or die day, that could be your lunch. It is large enough for that. You'll need a good dinner that night, but it could pass for lunch if it has to. See, I, again, like brown, brown and blacks, icy snacks, great name. And, yes. and uh, characters. That's how I got on the list, quite frankly. Yeah. And characters from the books that I recognize and read on a regular basis now. But churros, churros, I, f- I find when you get a great churro, mm-hmm. fantastic. But it's very rare that you get one that is perfect. That is correct. Um, drinks, I can largely get those anywhere. Pretzels, can get those anywhere. And I don't eat, I don't tend to go for a bag of crisps or chips, as they're known. Sorry. On the US menu, we have to call them chips. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> whereas whereas the, the Marvel option, yeah, I, the, the pizza. I think that sells it, doesn't it? I think that wins it. Does. It does. Yeah, I don't mean to skew things as I'm sitting here in my Captain America, you know, sweatshirt, but um, <laughs> I've had the pizza pretzel, the stuffed pretzel, two or three times. I've never had it. I've never had it. I've had because well, people don't items. know it's there. It's the only place you can get it. Yeah, and I don't wanna, I'm not trying to oversell it. It's not like it's oh gosh, this is so good. But if you just need, I mean, I use a quick service dining credit, but even with my annual pass, it's probably six bucks yeah that's good and i mean i think it's seven before discount or something like that if you know i don't want to deal with a restaurant i can just get that and keep going i've had the pizza um, is it the pizza um potato whatever they call it at halloween horror nights you're talking pizza fries pizza fries yes we're gonna beat that later in this next round so don't worry okay cool so yeah i think i think now we're in agreement then yeah i think um I mean, when it's when it's got like a unique item like the pizza pizza yep. pretzel, it's gonna take the win, yeah. And it's gonna win, yeah. yeah. I'm not overselling it like it's great for those of you listening. I'm just saying it'll it'll get it done, and you won't regret it too much. Okay, <laughs> um, so I'll move. We'll move lemon slush stand with their pizza pretzel forward. I know it makes no sense. Um, next is Pizza Predatoria in Jurassic Park. Good name. Versus the Fudge and Candy Shop in Port of Entry. Pizza Predatoria, that's like the little, it's not, it's the little pizza, just like a stand, isn't it? Like a, yeah, it's just a stand with, with, and I'm not trying to undersell it because some people love it. There's a seating area off to the side with outdoor seating, which is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I agree. For those of us in my culture that are still not eating inside restaurants, um, it is a big deal. Well, you, um, to be fair, if I'm in Epcot, I'm usually just sat over a bin right. eating, so, or trash can. But, but the menu at Pizza Predatoria is, would you like a cheese pizza with a breadstick or a pepperoni pizza with a breadstick? Yeah. I basically have summarized it. And, I, and I it's think, not always open. I think I've had, I have had, I've shared a pizza because it's, it's been, uh, we don't really want much. We'll just share something. And it wasn't great. Um, right. For, for me, fudging candy, I've, you can't really, I mean, you can go wrong, but I know the pizza at Pizza Predatoria isn't great um, from memory. So, yeah, I mean, I've gotten it. I usually get it at every after hour event where food's already provided. We can do another story about that. Those are expensive, but um, but I get it while I'm waiting on other people because it's like, mm. well, food's free. I'm already here. Okay, fine. Yeah, you know, but it, it's not great. No, no, definitely from memory, I didn't didn't particularly enjoy it. Um, what are your thoughts, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever eaten a pizza predatoria before i definitely i know i know of it but i I don't think i've ever eaten there so i'm happy to take the lead with take your lead with um the the fudge one so is that going straight yeah okay yeah let's do it okay just for those of you scoring at home that was an upset 
Ooh. Pizza, Pizza Predatoria was <laughs> seated about nine spots higher. Okay. Wow. Um, backwater Bar. Do you know what Done. Backwater Bar is? Done. Backwater Bar is new- <laughs> We need to pretend for a second so we save some time for later. Do you know where Backwater Bar is? A lot of people uh, don't. No, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I know the exact location actually. Okay, walk through Port of Entry. Yep. You see Confisco's on your right. Mm-hmm. Turn right, ironically towards Charlie's Lemon Slush Stand, and then directly look to your right. There's a little bar area that's tucked in there, that's basically connected to Confisco's. Right. Yeah. I don't. How have I never seen this? Because people don't notice it, and we're and they're not doing happy hour anymore. They used to have a happy hour, right? That'll be it then. Yep, that is versus. This should take no time at all. Um, Interplanetary popcorn in Marvel Superhero Island, which is which has changed names a couple times. It used to be G Force popcorn, but it's the first stand you hit if you're a person because a lot of veterans are. If you're a person who arrives and goes in there and needs to fill their free recharge their freestyle mug at the beginning of the day. This is one of the best options to do it. It's the fastest and quickest, and that's why people do it. Gotcha. Do they change GeForce because of GeForce Records in Hollywood Studios? I have no idea why that changed, but I know in some some sites that I may um may or may not write articles loosely for, they has still have not changed the name on their site. Okay, interesting. Holding on to it. Yeah, I mean, I I will fully admit to not being. I mean, surprisingly, not being to any of these, but Blackwater Bar would take the win over a popcorn stand for me. I mean, I know, Dan, when we go in, hopefully go in September, October, you're now going to have to sit and wait for 20 minutes while I drink something at Blackwater Bar. <laughs> just to say, just to say you've been there. Yeah. They do sangria. I do like a sangria. <laughs> they, they do have quite a few good beverages. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to fight for a popcorn stand. Yeah, please don't, because it's the 43rd seated spot. So. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. The only thing that it beat out was poop deck pappy. <laughs> okay, so we're I, moving I think that poop on. poop should have won for the name alone. I, yeah, I suspect, definitely. I suspect that it may continue to win. Um Last of these opening round matches is Honey Dukes in Hogsmeade mm-hmm. versus Marvel Superhero Island Cotton Candy. Now, your initial reaction is, I don't even know where the cotton candy thing is, and I even have to look it up. Let me do look it up. Because I remember where stuff is by way, what character's near it. Oh, yeah, that's near the Silver Surfer. So that's near Interplanetary Popcorn. Yep. yep. Um, the only reason it is on this list and this high is, and I heard a podcast the other day that will go nameless, not one of yours. It was based in the Western portion of my country that did a challenge and included Hong Kongers as the third best snack area in Universal Orlando. Hong Kongers is where they sold the cotton candy floss type thing and it had the whole event and you could add things to it. You okay. probably have, you probably have hardly ever seen it. Because it closed January 2020 and is not open. It is not intended to ever reopen. See, it's interesting. The only place to get cotton candy at Mar- in Universal is from the Marvel Superhero and Cotton Candy Store. For, for us, like cotton candy, uh, we call it candy floss. Um, yes, I. that's what they called it. And I was like, you people are from California. Why are you calling it candy floss? <laughs> For us, candy floss or cotton candy is so very closely associated with like fairgrounds. Uh huh. Mm. Um, and I, I assume it's the same over there. Yes, it is. It's totally yeah. associated with that. Yeah. And like it's, I like it, but as a diabetic, it's one of the worst things I can uh-huh. eat <laughs> um, because it's basically sugar. I I really I really like honey jukes. I think it's got a great theme. I think it's it's. So the stuff in there is great. I remember the, I don't go in there an awful lot anymore, but I remember when I first discovered Hogsmeade, just the theming of that as a Harry, massive Harry Potter fan. I loved it in there. And I, and I think that for me, it's an easy one over a cotton candy stand. Yeah, I can't, I, I, I can't, um, 
I just can't argue for the cotton candy stand. <laughs> yeah, shockingly enough, in the rankings, um, Honey Dukes only comes up 30th, and the cotton candy is 35th. Wow. Surprisingly yeah. close. However, I um, am married to someone who runs a Harry Potter common room area, and um, yeah, I would not be allowed to vote against Honey Dukes. So, you know. <laughs> you've, got, you've got our votes with you on that. So yeah. I so I appreciate. It. Okay, good news for those of you who struggled through that and thought, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe those places even exist." Some of those are we made fun of them. They were they are really good, but they have very limited menus, and so it's hard to work with. Mm. Now we're into the the real round, and these are going to go real quick. Here's your first matchup. We got Mythos mm-hmm. versus Ale to the Chief. <laughs> yeah, Mythos. Uh... Probably should, wins. shouldn't it? Yeah. I'm going to come on. I mean, it's going to come back later in the day. I will. I do have something to say on that place, but I will save it for a bit later. Good. I have some very definite thoughts about that place also, so this should be interesting. Dan? Sorry? Uh, oh, well, you, whether I have any thoughts about it. <laughs> you technically have to vote. Oh, I see. I Yeah, I think Mythos has okay. got to be, hasn't it? For those of you wondering, that's who are not familiar with Island Adventure, that is the signature sit-down dining restaurant in Island Adventure, and arguably both parks at Universal Orlando. Um, they still got the banner up from like 2003 or whatever it was. Oh yeah, that's so easy. Well, they took that down and replaced it, but yes, it's it's still as obnoxious as it always was. Okay, we have Auntie Anne's pretzels, which they also sell hot dogs. I don't know if I told you that. They also sell hot dogs in Marvel Super Island versus Natural Selections, which I should have sent you a breakdown of what Natural Selections is. Natural Selections is another of the go-to snack kiosk places in Jurassic Park, kind of near Jurassic Park River Adventure. Uh, It's gone through many different changes, but right now it has empanadas, flavored churros. They have coconut churros. Um, Papa, I can't even say this with my southern accent. Paparellenas, which are fried stuffed potatoes, potato balls. They have fruit cups, pork rinds, all kinds of different things. It's a, it's an it, in my opinion, is the best snack stand at Universal. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, other than the coconut, which I despise, um, it's a win for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to go with that. I'm happy. Okay. So you're not going. You're not going to live and die for Auntie Anne's. I'm not. A, not a hardcore Auntie Anne fan. Okay. He's. He's definitely saving. A, he's saving an argument. Some, something's brewing. <laughs> later, yeah. You're like this yeah. is going too well. This is I going just want to make sure. <laughs> if you were listening earlier, someone in my house may be a fan of one of these places and not the other. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, next is Hogshead Pub, and we all you know where that is. That is the bar set up attached to the three broomsticks themed to in glory of harry potter wizarding world versus moose juice goose juice so i have definitely been to the three broomsticks but i don't think i've had anything at the hogshead so i've been to the hogshead and you haven't there's some irony there yeah the three broomsticks definitely but hogshead i mean i was there for breakfast so maybe they weren't serving quite yet. No, they were. They did not start serving till ten thirty. Sorry. They, there you go. And it was it was early, so that's why. And I've never been back inside the Three Broomsticks since because I thought it was terrible. Um. So yeah, Hogsheads. What what what's the drink selection at Hogshead? Uh, drink selection is pretty much anything that can possibly seem to be an adult beverage in the Wizarding World. Fire whiskey, Strongbow. Those kind of things. Yes, I know. Anything that can stretch to be a Wizarding World beverage gets in there. I mean, you can still get butterbeer there. You can mm. often sometimes get hot butterbeer there. Yes. As of as of this morning, hot butterbeer is still being sold. Okay. Interesting. Usually stops in March. That's why I'm giving versus, you the update. What are we against? Hogshead versus versus moose juice, goose juice. Moose juice, And Piper's in the Piper's in the other room, so be careful. I know. I I, I personally I'm, think Strongbow is one of the worst alcoholic drinks that you can serve, period. Mm-hmm. 
I for that reason. Now they have I, way better beverages. I just picked those. I was just you know. even so to even pretend that Strongbow is magical is. Well, this is the problem with the U.S. version of the Wizarding World. Almost everything they do is going to be offensive to someone who is truly British. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I, I'm going to put personally. I'm going to put through Moose Juice Goose Juice. Okay, Dan, I'm, no pressure. I would agree. Moose Juice Goose. I can't say that. Moose Juice Goose, goose juice. juice. You have to goose really slow it down, don't you? Moose Juice Goose Juice moves on. It looks like he's got a best selection. Um, next battle is Hop on Pop ice cream versus Wimpy's Burgers in Toon Lagoon. Okay, I've eaten at Wimpy's Burgers and I thought it was awful. Okay, when did you eat at Wimpy's Burgers? Now, this is a good question, probably about <laughs> eight years ago. Okay, that this trend is going to come up. Remember, I said the food was awful yes. at Universal 10 years ago. This I can verify, and you can Google this and see it's true. Um, and for those of you scoring home, Wimpy's is seated number eight in this contest. Interesting. Wimpy's Burgers, the Wellington Burger, is probably the best burger. Just burger. Ooh, I'm stretching. For just basic beef burger is the best burger on property. And I can I can get lots of reliable people to back me up on that. Comes okay. with curly fries. It's not the frozen burger that they used to serve. That's, I mean, I'm looking at pictures of it now. And I like, do like a good burger and I can already see that's a good burger. Yeah, I, I had it by choice and I despised curly fries back in December. Okay. And I was like, I need that burger. My wife was like, well, you need to have that burger. I'm like, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, you can I'm also used- get Dole Whips there. Oh, no. I knew that wouldn't appeal to you, but I'm just trying to educate the rest of the audience. I I, I think I'm, I'm willing to put um, Wimpy's through based on that. I think the ice cream options are fairly limited. And they the also have a they also have a good um, vegan option. Mm, the vegan supreme, by the looks of it. Yes. This is always always good to have the option. I think. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with um, with Wimpy's. I would agree. I think I, I mean, you know, the the brownie sundae at the at the hop on pop. I know it calls to you. It does. It does. But I think a burger place, despite it being called Wimpy's, and we have Wimpy in the UK, it's yes, it's, it's not a great place in the UK. No, no, and I'm aware of that. <laughs> but I won't let it sully it. So I'm I'm right. I'm agreeing with Wimpy's. A recurring trend. If it's a menu that's been changed by Universal in the last five years, it's going to be a dramatic improvement. But if, yeah, you had it, if you had it before that, it's going to be awful. We'll get to that in a minute. Well, we'll get to that right now. The next battle is green eggs and ham versus chilling Charlie's lemon slush. I mean, I feel like I already know what's which one we're going to go for here. I, I just have the food may have been terrible, but I have fond memories of going to green eggs and ham with my sister and my parents as a kid as kids. And. I have no real recollection of how the food tasted other than the fact that it had green eggs in it. Um, yes. So for that reason, for those memories, I'm putting through green eggs and ham. <laughs> okay, so but before Ryan makes, before Dan makes the obvious decision, if you followed my posting on Twitter and some things I've sent directly to you guys, mm. um, my prefer, my preferred, I need a meal and I need it to be under $10. Green eggs and ham. I get the pizza tots, which are better than pizza fries, by the way. I just saw um, those on the menu. They sound good. They are good. Um, the If you're a buffalo sauce person, those are good. I have a friend who swears by those. Um, but it's, it's $9.99. And I, I advised somebody the other day, this might relate to you, Ryan. They have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. And I said, if you go with your wife, you could get two or three of those and feed everyone. Mm. So you could feed everyone for like 30 bucks. My, my problem with green eggs and ham is I, every trip, every single trip for the last yes. 10 years, I've wanted to go back and it's been shut. And that has been true. However, it has been pretty much open since December, 2019 every day. Yeah. At so least, we just missed at least, it. At least for most of lunch. Yeah. 
Yeah, we just missed it on our last trip. My last trip was October, November 19. Yeah, so it had it reopened December 1st. So, yeah, I, 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 even without the menu changes, I just have such fond memories and and the book as well. So, right. Yeah. Okay, Dan, you have to go against both of us. Are you gonna you gonna follow along? <laughs> no, I'm following along. I, I'm I'm all up for tots. Because green eggs and ham is seated number five in this tournament. Wow! Of all okay. the things we have. Okay. Um, next is Doc Segru's desert <laughs> kebabs or kebabs or I can never say it correctly. Versus Cafe Four in Marvel Superhero Island. Cafe Four is basically your theme place, part right? Italian food. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, they used to serve uh, You're going to get confused with that with Captain America Diner. Gotcha. Okay. So I've um, not I, been. To, I can't tell you that Cafe Four, the noodles are not great. They're your standard theme park noodles, but the sauce tends to be pretty good. And they yeah. have pizza and those kind of things. But I mean, it's, it's the same pizza across the whole park. It's, it's, for it me, it never looks too appetizing when I've been in Cafe Four. I've only ever got drinks in Cafe Four. I don't think I've ever eaten in there. I can tell you when they were doing Marvel Super, what Marvel character dining in there, and they kind of upped the menu a little. It's still not worth the. I don't know what it is before discount. The forty nine dollars for all the Marvel characters to come in, or all the ones that they can have, right. come in and have a buffet dining. It's still not worth that amount, but it's way better than the normal Cafe Four menu. Right. Okay. I mean, I, I, have I, a I, thing. Was... I have a thing against cheap Italian food in theme parks always right. being terrible. Well, let's let's do a let's do a comparison. Have you been to Louis at Studios Florida? Mm. That's the pizza Italian place at Studios Florida. I no, I don't think I have. Okay. If we were comparing the two, Louis is better than Cafe Four. But in all fairness, I tend to avoid Italian because it's just everyone I've uh-huh. been to has been awful um other than i did like mama Rel, Mel, mama melrose in hollywood studios but then i had a terrible and, server and you are the one person who does yeah but i had a i had a bad server mm-hmm. and never went back um yep. so yeah yeah i can't put through I'm, cheap italian food i, just I mean the only it. plus on cafe four is it's located fairly near where the hulk is it's near the arcade if you're a full Marvel '90s comic person, the murals are cool. Mm. But you notice how I'm having a hard time selling it. Yeah, because I can just walk into the comic book store across the road, and well, you're going to be disappointed by that. They've taken out a bunch of that stuff, but that's a different podcast. Oh, just for the record, there. just for the record, Cafe Four is seated twelve in this. But that starts really? to show that starts to show you how when the menu's not upgraded, Universal's food drops off dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would go for the kebab. Yeah, kebab for me. Yeah. Can't beat a kebab after a few pints. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Blondies in Toon Lagoon, and I've already expressed my feeling about Toon Lagoon food uh, versus the butterbeer carts in Hogsmeade, because you have two of them to choose from. These are just the carts that are outside. You're literally just getting butterbeer, hot, cold, or I'm, I'm a huge fan of frozen butterbeer. I'm, I I think that it's one thing, and I know it's one of those things like marmite that people love or hate. Yes, like a hundred percent. I I totally get that. Um, but for me, as a massive Harry Potter fan, it's one of the food. It's one of the only food and beverage things at the whole in the whole land that I think they nailed. Based on the criteria and the target audience I'm speaking to, I understand what you mean. If I were speaking to the average Midwest U.S. person, they would be rolling their eyes right now at what you just said. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I would put through the butter bit stance. Okay, Dan. Now, just for the record, Blondie's was seated higher. Not that that matters. And is the home of the Dagwood. But... I would recommend, as the unofficial guide does, as Touring Plans does, as almost every source says, don't buy the Dagwood. It's a pre-made sandwich, and it really does. And it really doesn't have that much meat on it to start with. <laughs> so now I have it. I've eaten in Blondie's a few times. Um, Did you get the hot dog? Because that's your best option there. Ah, uh, well, we went for the sandwiches. And Did you get, 
Did you get the blondie or the subs? The subs aren't bad. I think we went for the subs. Yeah, they aren't bad. I think that's the thing. It was okay. It was okay. Like uh-huh. I think we went there maybe two, like maybe maybe three times, or maybe it was like we went there twice, and it was like, yeah, okay, we won't go <laughs> here again. It was. I'm in a theme park, and I'm settling for this. That's yeah, what I'm trying that to keep. Kind of what it was. Doing. I'm hungry. It's close. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you ever had butterbeer? I don't think I have. That was a long silence. Okay, well, I, had to, I had to think. I had to. Pr- yeah. Okay. Okay, Dan. Yeah. I may have to disqualify you. I am full <laughs> muggle. I go to the park. I have a picture of me in my muggle sweatshirt, my muggle t-shirt, and I have three or four different kinds. I don't like butterbeer. However, if you haven't had it, you need to. There are people who say, and please bear in mind as a member of the clergy, they say that it changes their life forever when they have butterbeer. <laughs> See, I, I would but not go that far. I can just, believe there are people that say that. I'm just telling you, I'm just, I'm just giving you the facts. What you, I'm doing my job as a member of the clergy. I'm giving you the facts and what you do with them is your faith decision. Yeah. <laughs> now, because I'm not impressed with blondies, I haven't been there. For, I haven't been there for a few years, so I don't think I don't know if it's necessarily changed. But I think the the theming and what they've done with the butterbeer, even though I haven't had it, is very good. Okay, so that I can run over you real quick. What I just heard was you're conceding to butterbeer, and we're moving on to the next thing. Yes. Okay. Um, By the way, if our trip in September goes ahead, Dan, yeah, it's our second stop after Velociraptor. <laughs> Velocicoaster, even sorry, Velocicoaster. Yeah. I don't worry. I can't say it either. So on the bombshell, but perhaps not unexpected bombshell of Dan never trying butterbeer, um, we will end part one of Islands of Adventure Food Tournament here. We will be back just after Easter weekend next week for the finale of Islands of Adventure where you will find out which location we crown champion. Um, remember you can find us on our website, themeparktrader.com. We're on all of the socials, just search for Theme Park Trader, and please do leave us a review. We will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>